Here at Michigan Family Wellness, we believe chiropractic care and nutritional-based therapies are a foundational part of a healthy family lifestyle. No matter where you're at in the mitten, having a family is such an exciting time of life. So instead of feeling overwhelmed by stress, fatigue, and responsibilities with the kids, we invite you to become part of this empowering community to create happy, healthy families. By providing engaging interviews and practical applications, Dr. Wallner cultivates family health by equipping our listeners with the tools they need to elevate wellness in their own family. Dr. Wallner passionately serves the Michigan community at his chiropractic and nutrition-based practice, where he specializes in pregnancy, pediatrics, and family wellness care. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kyle Wallner. Good day, families, and welcome home. That's right, my name is Dr. Kyle, and this is the Empowering MFW Family, and we are so glad to be with you today. If you are joining us for the first time, I want to thank you for tuning in. The health of you and your family is your number one priority. It is your greatest asset. The best way to have a healthy family is by living a family wellness lifestyle. So if you're looking for efficient, effective, and sustainable ways to elevate your health and the health of your family, then I strongly recommend you make yourself comfortable because we have an amazing show for you today. And before we get to today's episode, let me say a few words as I do every week about Power Performance Gym. Power Performance Gym is dedicated to helping you achieve your best definition of healthy and strong. Power Performance specializes in strength and conditioning for individuals, small groups, and athletic teams, weight and pain management, as well as recovery and nutrition. Everyone at Power experiences a full movement and health analysis to build your blueprint for success targeting your goals. Mention the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast to receive your movement and health analysis as a complimentary gift. Learn more about how Power Performance can help you move, look, and feel better by visiting powergym.com. That's P-O-W-R-G-Y-M.com. Amy Lancy is a certified holistic health coach and certified personal trainer who helps busy and guilt-driven women lose their first 10 pounds by focusing on their emotional eating and mindset. After struggling with her own weight for 20 years, Amy finally reached her highest weight of 203 pounds at the age of 24 when she was also diagnosed with fatty liver disease. Within five years of finding love, she made the necessary dietary and lifestyle changes to lose 62 pounds and got her liver back to normal levels. Now she is on a mission to help women find their own path to self-care with a host of coaching techniques that range from practical tips to actively listening to her clients' emotional journeys. Amy was born and raised in the Los Angeles area and moved to San Diego where she earned her bachelor's degree in ecology from the University of California, San Diego. Now she lives there with her husband, toddler, and two dogs. All right, families, let's dive into today's interview. Welcome, families, to the interview portion of today's podcast. My guest on the show today is Amy Lancy. Amy, welcome to the podcast. It's so great to have you. Happy to be here. You know, I said this last week on the MFW podcast, but I'll say it again here because it really is remarkable just the way that technology can connect and engage people today. Getting in touch with Amy, you know, actually through a mutual Facebook community, I truly am amazed and, you know, ultimately grateful because really the thing is now the Michigan Family Wellness community can benefit from Amy's experiences and Amy's unique perspective where previously that really may not have been plausible or possible. So really, I truly thank you, Amy, for being on the show today. Oh, no, thank you for having me on the show. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
So I've just told our listeners a little bit about you as the professional. Tell us more about you as the person and what does family look like for you? Uh, so family basically to me is, um, whoever you feel like you belong to and it, um, and it can be like a whole melting pot of people. Like for instance, like I am Chinese American. My husband is, um, you know, from a Polish, uh, background and, and so our daughter is, uh, basically an illustration of that. And it, and I, I say that that goes for any, um, dynamic of any family, you know, what, whether like you have a single parent, if you have like two gay parents or, mm-hmm. um, or whether like you have like divorced parents, I say like that is, you know what, as long as you guys are happy, that is my picture of family. And so, uh, oh, sorry, I was going to add, I have a daughter and two, two for babies too. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, I just celebrated my, uh, four year anniversary yesterday, actually. And, oh, uh, just so thankful. Thank you. Yeah, I just, you know, so grateful and thankful for, you know, the gift of family, really value and treasure it. And I agree with what you're saying, you know, especially that diversity, those cultures uh, coming together. You know, you said you being Chinese American. That's just really beautiful. So I really applaud you guys for that. Now, again, with it being Michigan Family Wellness, do you have any insights or, you know, have you ever been to Michigan? I know you're out there in California, but is there anything there for you? Well, I personally have never been to Michigan because I um, I was born and grew up in L.A. and I um, and living in San Diego now. But my husband's family has very deep roots in Michigan. Um, my in-laws, they grew up in Dearborn and then lived in Battle Creek. And then they moved out here. And my husband has other family in Ann Arbor. And I have a cousin that's going to Michigan University right now. So, um, awesome. yeah, so I do want to visit one day. I just haven't been there yet. Oh, and my husband says that he's very fond of the Henry Ford Museum. Fantastic. Honestly, Amy, everything you just mentioned is right here in our backyard, you know, in the southeast Michigan area. Many of our listeners know and my patients know that I'm actually originally from Ann Arbor. So, Amy, during our pre-chat, you know, you were sharing part of your story with me and That's honestly one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on the podcast here. You do have this compelling story, and I just wanted you to go ahead and just walk us through that. Share with us your experiences and the changes you made and the things that you did to kind of take you where you are um, with health coaching today. All right. So so when I was younger, uh, I actually used to be very skinny. I was actually a very picky eater, and then came around second grade I um you know I discovered food but then I think I went the other extreme I ate too much and I started gaining some weight not a lot I had a just enough for a little pot belly and then um as time went on the the weight gain just kept coming on and it and I also had um dips too in my weight gain but basically it was more or less an upward trajectory from you know, throughout elementary school, throughout middle school, and throughout high school. And I was definitely that generation where, like, a snack was, like, a medium-sized bag of hot Cheetos and a bottle of – a 16-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola. Like, that was my snack wow. yeah. in high school. And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I was active, too. I was on swim team. I was on water polo. I was in orchestra, and I was in the newspaper. I was editor in chief of my newspaper staff. So I mean, I was like so busy in high school, running around after all these things that you know the weight just kept coming on. And at the same time, um, 
I, you know, I, I made friends easily with boys, but I, I was never, um, I never had too much luck with dating guys. I Mm -hmm. was more like the sisterly figure per se, especially since I was very much into like sci-fi and anime and like geeky things that I could definitely relate to the guys in my high school with. But, um, in terms of dating, I found like it got to the point where, um, no one was asking me out. And I honestly thought that you had to be skinny. You had to be a skinny girl to get the nice guys or even to get a Mm -hmm. guy to ask you out. So, you know, that really weighed on my confidence. And I really honestly believed that. Like, I thought, like, okay, if I just get down to this certain weight, then that perfect guy is going to come through the door and he's going to notice me and we're going to have, we're going to live happily ever after. And so you can see how this weighed on my confidence. And so, you know, I just continued with my eating and, uh, you know, all through college, I mean, I became more comfortable with myself, but then, you know, again, like I said, the, um, freshman 15, um, continued mm-hmm. and then the weight gain continued. And then by the age of 24, I reached my peak at 203 pounds and I was diagnosed with fatty liver, um, the non-alcoholic kind. And, um, mm-hmm. I actually remember going in for my first liver biopsy and it was, um, it was a little scary because I I didn't want to tell my parents because I was kind of ashamed, and so I basically went in alone. Uh, my friend my friend was going to pick me up, and I remember the doctor having to do the ultrasound on my liver before she um, stuck the needle in for the biopsy, and, and she pointed to the screen. And she said, "Oh, you see how white that is? That yeah, that's all the fat in your liver." And I thought, you know, at the age of twenty four, that gosh, like. I thought this kind of stuff didn't happen to at least I was I was going to be at least 40 or 50. Right. I thought I I thought I would have a couple more decades before this caught up with me, but uh, inevitably it didn't. Um and I mean sorry, inevitably it did. And it just uh it was just one of those things where I was very hard on myself. And uh eventually though I had to just kind of move on and just kind of like being monitored by my regular medical doctors. I had to go to a, I went to a natural path on my own to just kind of, you know, get her input. And so I got some supplements and she really said amp up the greens. And, um, so I, that was going on. And then at the same time, I was at that point in my life where I was like, you know what, I'm ready for a relationship that will, um, be sustainable, someone that will love me for me. And in my mm-hmm. own terms, because I was also an introvert. I was also very shy. Um, anything outside of watching a movie with friends, like, I didn't, you know, that, like, no social activities outside of that. Um, so I signed up for an online dating site. And three months later, I was matched up with a man. And we got off, right, um, we, we uh, got along right off the bat. And uh, we have been married now for almost five years. And been together. Congratulations! For, thank you. We've been together for almost eight years, and uh, and the thing is that when I met him, I was still two hundred and three pounds. I mean, I was at my heaviest, and I was at my sickest, and he still loved me, and I didn't have to be skinny, and that really shook my mindset. Like I didn't, like I honestly, like, like that was really a belief that I thought was the truth back in high school, and even through college. And, um, the moment that we fell in love, like that really just, you know, 
kind of just threw me outside the box that I was in and made me realize, like, you know what? Like, you know, that's not my truth. Like, it's not mm-hmm. the truth. It's, first of all, not the truth and not my truth. So, um, right. so then uh, when I met him, not only, like, things started to improve. Like, I, like, you know, he, I wanted to spend more time with him. And, um, and so, like, I, I, uh, we went hiking because that was something we like to do, something I didn't do enough of on my own. But we went um, hiking on our dates. I mean, even, like, walked a lot um, because he liked to walk just to, like, had conversations. So I was like, okay, I'll just join you. And then um, you know, he had a gym membership. I was like, hey, I want to spend more time with you. Let's go, go, let's go to the gym together. So we did. And then um, in the meanwhile, I was doing my own, like, um, my own like due diligence and studying for nutrition because like I was like okay what's a carb versus a whole grain and like you know how many like how can I incorporate more veggies into my diet so I was doing that on the side too and then in addition to that like you know I um I started to go to sleep earlier like I used to like stay up to midnight with my friends because my friends were all night owls and then but I would still wake up at like six in the morning the next day for um for work or, or classes so then I end up I started going to bed at like nine or ten o'clock instead and so you know sleeping more moving more taking care of myself more and then feeling happier and then even mm-hmm. without trying within the first six months of knowing my husband or the man that would be my husband I lost 10 pounds without even trying so wow so just like my life is a testament that when you find that one thing to like shake your mindset to really show right. you that taking care of yourself is worth it, um, that all these things can like just fall into place. That, yeah, so can the physical stuff too. Absolutely. Well, Amy, I really appreciate your level of vulnerability here. I think that's what people are really looking for and what they resonate with most. And I just think it's it's such a compelling story, and you're honestly not alone. I mean. You're definitely someone who's, you know, comfortable with sharing their story and comfortable with, you know, putting yourself out there, which I really appreciate. But here's the thing. I really feel like there are tons of people out there listening who can identify exactly with what you're experiencing. It may not be non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. It may, it may be something related to, you know, excess weight or anything like that. Or even you mentioned those emotional components related to dating or relationships. But honestly, I think there's a lot of people out there who can relate with exactly what you're experiencing and describing. And I think you have a inspirational story in the sense that you can overcome those things. You know, you don't have to be defined by, like you were saying, you, your identity doesn't have to come from, you know, your relationships or from how much you weigh or, you know, different things like that. So I guess I just kind of want to circle back during that time when you were a little bit younger and you were getting this diagnosis of, you know, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. How did you feel during that time? Like, was it, was it scary for you? Did you feel alone? Kind of talk us through that. Uh, well, first of all, um, it was kind of like a little, started with a little frustration because um, my doctor saw my triglycerides were still high despite my cholesterol going down. And so we had to, like the doctors would say, hey, like we need you to come in and do another blood test just to double check this um, you know, AST, ALT level, which they didn't actually tell me what it was at first. They just said, we need to double check that. And then, you know, I went in a few times, double check with my blood and it was just a lot of back and forth. So there was frustration there. 
and then finally getting the diagnosis and not really knowing what that meant and then having to be referred to get a liver biopsy and then see a liver specialist was um mm-hmm. it was it was kind of mind blowing and i just couldn't even like comprehend that this was actually happening and i and at the same time like i honestly like i think eventually i got to a point where i could not believe i did this to myself and i um I honestly thought I had uh, time on my side, and it did feel lonely, uh, especially since um, you know I had other friends who were young, just as young as me, or just slightly younger, and they were doing the exact same things, but they weren't. They didn't have the excess weight. They didn't have the liver disease. Mm-hmm. They didn't have like as far as we, uh, as far as you know, they told me, they uh, the doctors were like, oh, you were like the bill of health, and then you know, there's a little part of me that was like, ah. <laughs> I wish I was you. So there was a little bit of jealousy there. So there was all sorts of emotions going on. So, um, well, yeah, the reason I go there is just because I think a lot of people kind of discredit or downplay the significance of, you know, our neuro emotional state, our psychosomatic functioning and how that plays such a critical role in our health. Actually, if listeners are curious to learn more about this, you can actually go back to Michigan Family Wellness uh, episode 22, I believe, where we discuss the prevalence of body dysmorphic disorder. Now, I'm not saying that Amy experienced that herself, but, you know, when you're bombarded by the media and just our culture, our society, where women's waists have to be a certain shape and body has to look like this. And we even go for men as well. You know, there's more research to show that men are experiencing this where, you know, you need to have these huge muscles or have this, you know, specific chiseled jaw or things like this. And then they look at themselves in the mirror and they don't see that. And that can create these dysfunctional and these honestly, uh, oftentimes irrational thoughts and, uh, you know, reflexes that, you know, just because you don't look like the people on TV doesn't mean that you're less valuable or, you know, your identity doesn't have to come from that. So that's why I just wanted to get a little bit more insight there into your experiences. I like the way you phrase it on your website, actually, if you go to Amy's website, which she'll uh, tell us about later. But if you read the about her section, she says, messed up big time and too young for this. Can you tell us more about that, Amy? Yeah, I know. I mean, it was just, uh, as I was saying, it was just, you know, I felt like, you know, I had no one else to blame but myself. And, mm-hmm. um, and because I also already had a lower value of self-worth and my confidence, um, was, you know, going with it too. Um, you know, I just beat myself up big time and I honestly felt like, you know, I was having kind of a breakdown in this, in like slow motion. And, mm-hmm. and because I, I didn't want to tell my family because I didn't want to worry them. Um, you know, I, I made myself even more alone, um, more alone than probably needed to. And I did tell some friends, only like a select few. And because there was a little bit of shame there, too, because it was almost as, right. it, as if admitting I had a problem. I mean, and it was a problem, but it was just more just admitting that, you know, this was something that I needed to correct. And you know what? The doctors also told me that. Uh, you can maybe get over it. Like it was mm-hmm. never, it was never like you can definitely for sure get over this. It was just more like, Oh wow. Yeah. It was always kind of just like, well, you know, you need to lose weight and you know, no one really gets truly gets over fatty liver. 
Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of that attitude from the doctors, which, I mean, I appreciate the medical help I did get. I'm glad they did monitor me when I did. But it was also just like, you know, I needed that support. And because I was kind of full of that shame, I kind of limited the support I could have had. Um, and because I just didn't, because to say it out loud to other friends and family, like, just made it even more real. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, my story continued on that um, after losing another 20 pounds with more hard work on my end, uh, my liver levels went my liver levels went completely back to normal. Um, and that's amazing. Yeah. And I, and then I continued to lose another 30 pounds over the next few years. And then I eventually lost 62 pounds over five years over like a lot of slow dietary lifestyle changes. It was not the fastest weight Mm -hmm. loss, but it was the most sustainable one for me. But it's so impactful. And I think it's so significant. I mean, one of the people that I like to read Jim Collins, he talks about, you know, the flywheel analogy where essentially it can be very difficult to get something started. But essentially, once you do get something started and you work on it, whether it be weight loss or a relationship or a career, and you're diligent and you're consistent and you're congruent with it, Essentially, over time, that metaphorical flywheel begins to spin a little faster, a little faster. And then before you know it, you barely have to touch the thing and it's already moving in a nice, consistent, well-oiled machine, essentially, uh, just to use an analogy there. Now, you mentioned naturopathic. You know, you had seen your naturopathic doctor and you were working with some alpha-lipoic acid to help with your liver. What other things did you do? Did you try any chiropractic? Was that part of your health journey at all? Did you see an acupuncturist? Was it just the naturopathic or was it a collaboration of different things that really played a role in your health journey? So, uh, yeah, so I did see the naturopath. And so in addition to, you know, the green supplements and the alpha-lipoic acid and even the fish oil she gave me, I did see a chiropractor because I did, I got into a car accident when I was 18 years old, which wasn't a terrible car accident, but it was enough to give me whiplash. And I didn't, because it did not, my spine was not pinching a nerve. I didn't even notice this whiplash was there until um, I started realizing that when I wa- was walking a straight line with people next to me that I knew that I was running into them, that I didn't realize I was not walking a straight line. So, oh, wow. yeah. So then I went to see a chiropractor and then they did an x-ray and they found that, yeah, my neck was out of place. So then ever since then, I've been seeing a chiropractor like, um, you know, I think it started off as like once a week and then uh, then it was like once every few weeks, and now it's maybe once every few months. So it has gotten better over mm-hmm. time. But I definitely have found that um, it has definitely helped me with my movement and make sure that, you know, anytime I work out, that I am able to have the full range of movement and that, you know, even when I go to work and I look down at the desk or something, like just um, that I'm readjusted so that I can sit up taller and my posture's good. So I definitely, like, definitely um, the significance of a chiropractor in my life has been great. Well, that's just really encouraging to hear. You know, obviously, being a chiropractor, I can't advocate enough for just the importance of having a well-adjusted central nervous system. So you mentioned, you know, getting those just maintenance, wellness, care. 
you know, once every couple months or something like that, you're going to experience, you know, benefits and value from that long term that are just going to be so impactful. Doing that preventative type care is uh, really essential for not only people recovering from non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, but for anyone really just trying to elevate their own health or either their family wellness. Now, would you say, Amy, there, there was like a specific turning point where you decided, you know, hey, I want to get into health coaching. I want to become a certified health coach. Maybe tell us what that point was and then what you kind of went through to achieve that certification. Okay. So after I lost the 62 pounds, um, you know, after my five-year journey and, um, you know, it seemed like I had a lot of great things going in my life. Um, I had a husband who loved me. I had, uh, at the time I had only one dog, uh, did not have any children quite yet, but we were, that was on the horizon. And there was a part of me that was like, you know what, like, I went through all this and I feel like it needs to come to fruition somehow. And that, you know, what, I've, like my experience um, could be used to help others. And so I discovered the uh, Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is where I got my health coaching certification. And, uh, and you know, I, it was a one year program. It was really great. It taught you. Uh, nutritional theories, it taught you um, coaching and even taught you some business practices. So it was a one-year program. And, uh, and yeah, I got certified through there. And it happened to be that I got pregnant with my daughter during the program and gave birth to her soon after the program. So, um, but it, it all worked out really well. So, yeah, that's, uh, I basically have a certification in certified holistic health coaching. Um, and in addition, I also have a certification and personal training from the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So do you you then combine sort of the health coaching and you incorporate some of that personal training recommendations in there as well? I do, especially since I feel like exercise and nutrition go together a lot. And I really felt like I needed to uh, really hone in on my knowledge for exercise because I feel like there's, it's so integrative with nutrition that I, I, I felt like I couldn't I, I couldn't be a better health coach if I didn't have that component. Although there are a lot of health coaches that don't, and that's totally great. It's just I felt like for me where I needed to go with uh, helping my clients, I needed to have that exercise knowledge too. So you have this unique perspective. You have not only the experiences of you know a chronic health condition that you've recovered from, but then you also pair that with, you know, your unique perspective, your level of training and your certification that you can then provide to people who might be going through something similar. My question for you, Amy, is what does coaching with you look like? Do I have to be in California? Do I have to be in your area? Or can I work with you remotely if I live here in Michigan? How does that look? Um, so I, my business is completely online. So yeah, no, we can totally, um, Coaching with me looks like Skype sessions every week, uh, and it looks like email support, and it looks like just that I'm basically there with you, but virtually. Fantastic. So basically, take me through the process, essentially. Is there like an initial assessment? Are we making food and nutritional recommendations? Are you essentially just making recommendations in the, in the sense of, you know, eat clean, eat organic? Or are you specifically saying, okay, I want you to go to the store and I want you to buy this, this, and this, like getting that detailed? Or what does that look like? So basically, uh, part of my health coaching uh, program, it, it advocates about and 
individuality where one man's food is another man's poison. So uh, I kind of I use that perspective to kind of treat that with my clients that every um, everyone is different. Everyone is at a different level and everyone has like different dietary uh, requirements. So sometimes when it's someone who, you know, may never cook for themselves, I may have to say, hey, so I need you to I'm going to look up these stores in your area and I need you to look up to see if they, you have any of these ingredients for this recipe I want you to try uh, first before we even move forward. But I mainly like, you know, um, I mainly try to just make it be pretty easy, like baby steps. I try to like try to assess where they're at, try to assess, um, you know, their experiences um, and try to just make it as easy as possible that, for them, like, you know, make very very small, but very, um, very, very small adjustments, but that will make a big impact over the long run. Like try to drink more water, you know, try a new vegetable, try a new whole grain. Uh, you know, I, I typically like to look at, uh, what they've eaten over the last three days just to kind of get, so I get a sense of like, you know, what are they putting in their body and just like, just kind of make it more like a conversation when I first meet them, just cause I mean, people are more than just meal plans. And sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're talking to them, they say things that they don't even realize they're feeling. So I just try to evaluate who they are as a person. Fantastic. I love that personalized approach that you just described there. You mentioned things like bio-individuality, baby steps. You know, those are just such key critical components, in my opinion, for any kind of successful, you know, changes, whether that be to your lifestyle or to your diet, your nutrition. So I can't say enough about, you know, what Amy is able to do as a certified health coach. So Amy, the next thing I have for you is basically, are there any practical applications? Are there any self-care techniques, maybe like your top one or three things that people could start doing right now as a result of listening uh, to the episode here? So one thing I really love to do every day I stretch before going to bed um, about like 20 minutes. I take 20 minutes before I go to bed because I feel like I actually sleep better that way. So I recommend if you can try to stretch like about 10 to 20 minutes before you go to bed. I mean, not, not, it doesn't have to be yoga and it doesn't have to be anything a gymnast could do. It could just be just simple like hamstring, like hip stretches, um, just something where you are just loose enough to just fall right to sleep when you get to bed. Uh, so that's one tip. Another tip is um, an easy way to cut out excess sugars, calorie and calories is just to not drink soda anymore. Mm-hmm. And I remember that my husband, um, when I was still at my heaviest, he, he wanted to challenge himself. So he decided to not drink any soda. And so I did it with him. And I was, I was amazed that like, I was able to lose a couple pounds, no problem, just by doing that one small little change. And um, so, yeah, just tr- try to. So, and and even then, like I understand the soda addiction. I understand, like sometimes I do crave the carbonation. So I I totally get it. So you know, if it's one of those things where, you know, you have to transition instead of go t- going cold turkey, that's totally fine. You can either you know drink less soda and then drink more water, or you could drink more water. And you can like maybe try drinking less soda and then and try um, carbonated or mineral water in addition to that. Like something that will kind of help you ease into it. Because I understand how how much that soda addiction can take a hold of you. Mm -hmm. So if you need to take baby steps, steps, that's better. I mean, it's better to drink 
like one cup of water and two sodas a day rather than no water at all. So, um, so I advocate like, you know, whatever baby steps you need to take, do it. Cause I'm not here to hark on you if, um, if you can't go cold Turkey because I couldn't go cold Turkey. Right. So I definitely don't expect that of my clients. Right. And I think that makes you a good, a good coach because, you know, any good coach, in my opinion, is going to be someone that, you know, practices what they preach, you know. So if I'm going to tell someone, you know, to do some at home exercises to help with their low back pain, you know, in collaboration with their chiropractic adjustments, I'm definitely going to make sure that I'm doing those same exercises just for maintenance and good spinal care. I mean, you mentioned stretching before bed. I, I love doing that myself, you know, just to kind of release some of those fascial adhesions, you know, just from our sedentary lifestyles. And I mean, even if you are active, you know, if you're driving around, you're, you're still sitting in your car. There's not a good way to, you know, really uh, move around in your car. Um, so you're still getting a little bit of those restrictions just from the sitting that you essentially have to do. So I love the way you meant threw in that hydration component in there as well, you know, getting rid of the soda, getting rid of the excess sugars. And then, like you said, baby stepping off that, not trying to go cold turkey. Now, Amy, do you have any other resources that you would like to equip our listeners with to elevate their family wellness? I know you have a couple on your website, but is there anything that really stands out kind of in your experiences that maybe helped you? Uh, so for me, uh, I remember, uh, using an online food journal to kind of like at the very end when I really need to amp up my, uh, my weight loss just so I could see what I was, um, what I was eating. Cause I know it's scary. I I didn't, I honestly did not do it for the first three, three of the five years I lost weight. Um, I actually, yeah. So I lost the first 30 pounds without even journaling my food. But eventually got to a point where I was like, okay, no, I just need to get down to writing it all down. So I like whether that's an app or an online site, like I would definitely like write down what you're eating. So that way, you know, like you just write in your face Um, because it's very easy to just be like, oh, you know, it's 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 about a serving. It's like, well, you know, I guess what I was eating was maybe two servings. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's definitely like little tweaks like that. Um. And then also, if you just if you need to find a health coach in your area, there is uh, a directory through my health coaching program, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. They do have a directory through them uh, awesome. to find a health coach in your area. And you can also Google like health coach um, and you know your area and see if mm-hmm. anyone can reach out to you. And I, I um, and like I said, I my business is completely online. So if you need to reach out to me, um, I'm totally available. Perfect. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, you know, let's say someone's listening here, the families are listening and they're resonating with your message. Where can people find more about you? So, uh, so my business is called the Vitality Geek. Uh, I am a geek for life. I love, I love anything Joss Whedon and sci-fi. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so might as well, thank you. So I might as well be a geek for life and that'd be my business. So, so you can find more about me at www.thevitalitygeek.com. Um, and you, or you can email me at amy.lancy at thevitalitygeek.com. I'm also on uh, Twitter, so that's at thevitalitygeek. And remember, we'll have a dedicated webpage with all the show notes we've mentioned here at michiganfamilywellness.com. Also, you can expand those show notes on your mobile device, and you can take advantage of those clickable links right now. Amy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're a mother, you're a certified health coach, you're a wife, and just I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast today. 
Oh, thank you. This was really fun. Thank you so much. All right, families, what'd you think? We'd love to get your feedback. If you would like to email me about anything you've heard on this or any previous edition of the Family Wellness Lifestyle Podcast, you may do so by writing Dr. Kyle at michiganfamilywellness.com and take full advantage of the Family Lifestyle Audio Library at michiganfamilywellness.com. Connect with us on social media at Michigan Family Wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in, families. Have an awesome week and remember, we can do far more together than we could ever do apart. Now that you've been equipped with the latest in family wellness solutions, we want to encourage you to apply these strategies right away. But the thing is, there's still so much to learn. Connect with Dr. Walner's chiropractic and nutrition office by going to michiganfamilywellness.com and click the newsletter sign-up button to join the informative and supportive community of chiropractic wellness. You will also receive as a gift from Dr. Walner a copy of Michigan Family Wellness Solutions, an invaluable resource containing dynamic tools to elevate family health and vitality. Michigan Family Wellness wants to thank you for being part of today's podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review. 